We're still in business and the sun keeps on shining. SunTech Solar Screening makes your home cooler, more comfortable, and energy efficient. Life is good with SunTech's fast service and no interest financing. Call 224-5093 for a free estimate. 224-5093 or visit SunTechSolarScreens.com. We're still in business and the sun keeps on shining. SunTech Solar Screens. Now. The Wealth Protection Diva is a successful entrepreneur, business owner, and premier business strategist, president and CEO of Sage International Incorporated, and a national speaker, best-selling author, and motivational teacher of financial education, business development, and wealth protection strategies, the joys and frustrations of being a business owner. Her insights are motivating, her frankness inspiring. Here is Sherry Hill. Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show. Whether we look at money in the context of our personal or family lives, the workplace, or in the health and welfare of nations, the same picture emerges. Money is the most universally motivating, mischievous, miraculous, maligned, and misunderstood part of contemporary life. If we peel back thousands of years of cultural conditioning and assumptions to take a fresh look at money, we can begin with some very basic observations. Money is not a product of nature. Money is an invention, a distinctly human invention. We made it up and we manufacture it. Money was created to facilitate the sharing and exchanging of goods and services But somewhere along the way, the power we gave money outstripped its original utilitarian role. My guest today is Lisa Peterson, a coach, mindset teacher, podcaster, and author who helps people elevate their financial consciousness through her company, The Wealth Clinic. She had the great fortune to witness thousands of money breakthroughs while writing her newly released book, the Mindful Millionaire. Welcome, Lisa. Hello, Sherry. It's so good to catch up again. We've known each other a very long time, and it's just been wonderful to see what you're doing out there to really help people understand the power of money, but in a positive way. So let's first you know, lay a foundation, talk a little bit about your incredible journey that got you from where you were years ago to a place of being able to write The Mindful Millionaire. Thank you. Yeah, I had a career of, you know, diving into finance, personal finance. And so I worked in the money business for almost 30 years. And what happened for me was I was drawn to the money business because we didn't have any when I was growing up and I wanted to go somewhere and and make a lot of money. And along the way, in working with people, I realized that I wasn't the only one who not just, you know, worried about money because of the dollars and cents, but they also realized that there was a lot of emotional stuff going on for people and money. And that really was the door opener for me to say, gosh, there's something going on here. What if I took a different approach and didn't just focus on helping people invest their money or, you know, buy a house? I had done a lot of different jobs in personal finance, and I thought maybe there's a way to actually get behind the relationship and and understand where these behaviors come from, why do we do the things we do, and then if 
we could understand that better, I felt like there was potential for people who may struggle with it, either because they don't have enough or because they don't feel like they're enough, right? No matter how much you have, you never feel like you're enough. I felt like maybe this could cha- this work could change that situation for people. So that's what caused me to dive in and start to write the book. Let's talk about that because money is a tool. You know, I've, I've done a lot of study on the subject. You actually talk about three steps to improving your relationship with money. So let's get down to the core. How do you improve your relationship with money? How do we think about it? And what are some of the ways that you're helping people to readjust that thinking? So the first thing is that people don't really understand, I think, the patterns that are playing out. Like they may witness patterns going on for themselves, but they don't actually know the impact or the fact that, you know, what they're doing over and over again is never going to bring them a different result, (laughs) which is what happens. So the biggest thing I've noticed is that when we start to become more aware of what's going on, you know, like, oh, gosh. I, and a good example would be I save up money and no matter what, something happens and then that money has to go take care of an emergency and it's something that's just always happening and I never feel like I get ahead. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Mm-hmm. That rainy day fund. And, <laughs> yeah. And it's just, it's always a rainy day. And so you never feel like you get ahead and that would be one of, you know, hundreds and hundreds of patterns. But when we become aware of it, We get to make a decision in our lives that, hey, this isn't working for me anymore, and I'm going to figure out what to do differently. And I think that's really the turning point for people. Um, And and I talk about this right in the beginning of the book. Like, if you can, you know, realize that what your what's going on right now isn't going to work for you going forward, that's all it takes to start to change things. And so the book comes in and starts to teach a process of how not only do you become aware of the pattern, but you figure out where it's coming from, what are the origins, you know, what's the root of it. Because many times, and this is where I struggled with regular personal finance, it's all about just dealing with the symptoms, but it's not ever getting to the root challenges. So I encourage people to look behind, go deeper into the root causes of why you're doing these things. Break those patterns by understanding, healing, forgiving, maybe it's yourself, maybe it's your parents. For many of us, it's all of the above. Maybe it's a bad situation in the job that we had several years ago that kind of caused us to question our confidence. And we need to let go of those stories. We need to let go of the things that have happened in the past. And then, you know, the third part of it is really let's write a new story. Let's realize that we can give ourselves permission to do things differently going forward. And I help people do that through through the book. Mm-hmm. And I'm speaking with Lisa Peterson, who just released her new book, The Mindful Millionaire. And so when you talk about, you know, money breakthroughs, because you did work with people for decades in, like you said, their financial side of their life. But there's there's a lot of people out there that, you know, have fear around money. There's a lot of people that as soon as they get it, we see this when people win the lottery, right? They, they work forever to win the lottery and within a year or two, they're broke again. So let, let's talk about what you mean by a money breakthrough. 
The best way to explain it would be just an example of something that just came up recently. I had someone hear a presentation that I gave, and they came back to me afterwards, and they said, you know, I didn't think I was going to get a lot out of this because I grew up in an upper, you know, middle-class home, only child. If I, you know, crashed, crashed my car in high school, there would be a new car that appeared on the driveway the very next day. She's like, I didn't think I was dealing with scarcity. But when I saw your presentation, I had a huge breakthrough because what I realized is she's an entrepreneur. She's starting her business right now. And so she was looking at it through that lens. But she realized that there was so much emphasis on money growing up that it was like money was love. Like it was a way that her parents showed her their love. And by listening to the model and the framework and the things that I teach, she realized that part of the reason she was struggling and getting her business going and being able to charge people is because of the conditioning going all the way back in her home and in her childhood about money being equating to love. When she went to ask someone to pay her, you know, to, to join a class or to work with her, it felt like she was asking them to love her. And she was like, no wonder it's been such a struggle. No wonder I have trouble getting my business because I don't want people to love me. It was totally unconscious, but I realized that was why I was struggling. So that's an example of what happens when we have a big money breakthrough. All of a sudden, she's like, oh, my gosh, I can just go tell people, hey, this is what I'm charging. And it has nothing to do with how much they love me, you know, nor should it. (laughs) Well, exactly. What you teach and what you talk about and in The Mindful Millionaire, of course, is really, you know, when you think about how did we learn about money, right? Like you say, from parents or peers or things like that. And we all have some kind of a relationship with money, some positive, some not. And so after you kind of realize, here's my thought process, Obviously, it's not serving me as well as it could. How long does it take to really get to a point where you go, I can change my behavior, I can change my thought pattern? Is this like a two-week process or is it years? You know, I've seen it be all across the board. I'll be really honest. You know, just like she shared, I am sure that it's going to be easier to go out and make more money in her business and be more successful. And that literally took a half an hour plus a little bit of time of sitting with it. So it was really fast. I've had other people who have dealt with a lot of trauma and had a lot of difficulties. And that's not necessarily something that's going to go away tomorrow because we have to, you know, give it time to integrate The thing that I love is kind of playing with the yin and the yang, like doing the inner work and then going out and trying it, you know, trying something different with money, trying something different in your business and then come back and do a little inner work and then go back again and try making some changes with your money. And I feel like that's where the, it really sticks. Many times people are into self-help, right? But they never make the practical application. And I think that's what's so cool about money is we can make this very, very practical and tangible. We know right now in life that money isn't going to make you happy, but it's going to make life a little easier. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, Being broke is the worst form of self-care. I mean, especially in these times, like we really realize how nice it is to have a nest egg and know that it's going to be okay, even though there's a lot of uncertainty in the world. I'm speaking with Lisa Peterson, 
and she just wrote her book, The Mindful Millionaire, just released last week. And so I imagine, Lisa, you can get it on Amazon. And certainly I want to encourage folks to go out to her website, wealthclinic.com. And when we come back, we're going to pick up on this great conversation about your relationship with money and ways that you can move from where you are to where you want to go. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team right here on 1180 AM Radio. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of homeownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m. on 1180 AM Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. We're still in business and the sun keeps on shining. SunTech Solar Screening makes your home cooler, more comfortable, and energy efficient. Life is good with SunTech's fast service and no interest financing. Call 224-5093 for a free estimate. 224-5093 or visit SunTechSolarScreens.com. We're still in business and the sun keeps on shining. SunTech Solar Screens. Everyone is excited about real estate in Northern Nevada, and you will be too after you listen to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Hear what the experts have to say about finding a home, getting a mortgage, investment property, and which neighborhood is right for you. Maybe you purchased your first property recently. Now you have more questions than ever. Get the answers to your questions, plus tips on how to make your next real estate transaction better. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m., right here on 1180 AM Radio, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Welcome back, and thank you for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show. Have guest Lisa Peterson, who just wrote a revolutionary book, The Mindful Millionaire, which is about creating financial well-being that helps readers identify and release their self-defeating money fears and limiting beliefs so they can craft their own blueprint, leading them to a fulfilling, rewarding, and rich life. So, Lisa, how timely for this subject, because right now... Especially in the entrepreneurial world, I mean, if you own a restaurant, a bar, a retail location, many, many types of businesses that are being affected with the shutdowns and the pandemic and all of those things. And so I imagine a lot of your conversations right now are about people who are losing hope. Let's talk about that. Yeah, I look at it right now as a time where there's a lot of stripping away of the foundational framework that we've all gotten used to or we've invested our lives building through our businesses and our careers. And then to have things change so quickly has been a shock to the system. And I think what is really, really important to me is that in my own struggles with money and with my mindset, I realized, and, and even in the research that I did for the book, is that many times it is in these darkest moments where we feel like there isn't hope that actually the biggest opportunities come up 
But our biggest challenge is, are we going to succumb to the fear or are we going to look it in the face and say, I see you and I refuse to believe in you. I am going to use this opportunity to create something new. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Well, you know, I have my company, Sage International, 27 years. So I survived 9-11, 2008, financial meltdown in the subsequent years, now the pandemic. And I can tell you, I learned some really valuable lessons in 2008 that have carried me through what's going on today, right? And so a lot of that is, you know, as we come back down to it, really drill down to it, it's what's going on inside of your head. Not so much the bank account, it's what's going on inside of your head. So talk to me a little bit about that, because your book is The Mindful Millionaire, And I mean, all of this starts with what's between our ears. Definitely. I talk about it in the book right from the beginning that this isn't just about think positively and everything's going to be fine. Like, I want to be clear about that because sometimes self-help gets a little too woo-woo and not practical enough. But what I also know is that the research says that when we can keep our mindset heading in the right direction, you know, we're going to be more powerful. But but what I look at even more than that is what's going on inside of us that causes us to hold on to the negativity and, you know, not be able to get out of sort of what I call a washing machine cycle. Because the most important thing is like, It doesn't mean like that we have to have this all figured out, but if we can notice, gosh, I have a tendency to, you know, go into really dark places when I get scared. Mindfulness wakes us up to these patterns again and says, okay, you know, for me at the end of the day, I am not really in my best place. Like I don't make decisions. I don't send emails out at the end of the day. Like I just know that I'm tired. I've worked really hard. And I know myself so well that, like, in the morning, if I've got an important thing to to tackle, it's going to be first thing in the morning. And I'm very mindful of, like, how I organize my day. If I'm going to have an interview, it's going to be first thing in the day because it is those small daily actions of – of positive thinking, of strategic thinking, of being very conscious of what we're doing that brings the success that I think all of us are seeking. It's only when we kind of fall down and we make big decisions when we're in our weakest place that I think we suffer, you know, financially or in our businesses. Well, and also talk a little bit about the fact that, you know, there is such a massive emphasis on money. And yet people that have really moved into mastery of ourselves with money, it's really a tool. Let's talk about how you use this tool. It's not something to be obsessed about. It's just something to help you along the way. Definitely. Like this is the difference between playing not to lose and playing to win. So when we look at money like a tool, we're thinking, you know, how can I make investing decisions that are going to help me not just, you know, in the short term, but in the long term, for example. Many times people won't invest in something because they're so afraid of losing that they just don't take the leap, right? And then they miss all these opportunities. But when we're not attached to money as a gauge of our own self-worth, we are able to look at it like, 
here's the pros of this investment. Here are the cons. You know, make really educated decisions that aren't about our own self-value and self-worth, but about just this tool that can make our lives so much better when we make good decisions with it. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And, you know, as, as someone, who, you know, same thing, you know, in my company, I've had really great years and then I've had really years, right? So you kind of look at it and go, you know, as a business owner, it's not just you that you're responsible for, it's all the people around you. And so we do bear a larger burden. However, understanding the importance of, as you talk about, being mindful, being in the moment, and those are some of the tough lessons and certainly patterns that I had to break was thinking too far into the future. It's like, what can I control right now? What can I do right now and not get so far ahead? Oh, it's so powerful because you can make a lot of moves in the moment right now that you don't know how they're going to play out in the long term, but you know they feel good to you. You know that you can bring them into reality. You know that you're able to move beyond the overwhelm and take action. Like that's what matters keeping the momentum going versus kind of being trapped in inertia, which is another feature of what happens when we go into those, you know, fear-based patterns. Anyone listening today, I'm going to encourage you to reach out to Lisa Peterson. She is a coach. She's a mindset teacher, and she's also the author of her newly released book, The Mindful Millionaire. And I know, Lisa, you're on a mission to help a million people elevate their financial consciousness. So what do you want to say as a final thought to those that may be struggling right now, may have some fear, are losing hope, and just are kind of like, what am I supposed to be doing? I think that now it is a great time to step back a little bit. Don't be necessarily as worried about the immediate moment. Um, Stay away from the news as much as possible and focus on your own personal development. Like if you could make some strides in your life by just looking inside, seeing what's going on, noticing what's not serving you anymore, it is going to be time well spent. I think we've all been learning more about this pause thing because I don't think many people did that much, especially as business owners. But the the quarantine and the problems, right, with COVID are really encouraging us to pause and learn about things that we may not have had time to pay attention to. I just happen to like to use money as that tool and that gauge to understand yourself. And in that, you can create a much more prosperous life for yourself by by just self-understanding alone. I would like people to go out to your website, wealthclinic.com. If you'd like to have a conversation with Lisa, uh, she has lots of resources on her website. Certainly want you to buy her book, The Mindful Millionaire. And I can honestly say, Lisa, I knew you before you wrote it. (laughs) Known you a long time. It's wonderful. So very exciting and hoping that people will take this time to really think about their relationship with money. And if it's working for you, great. But if you're in a struggle or you feel like that you are just really challenged right now, then it might be good to reach out to someone like Lisa who can maybe help you work through some of your thought process. Yeah, I'd love to questions, comments, feedback. I love to connect. 
Well, I want to thank everyone for tuning into the Sherry Hill Show, where business is amplified. The Sherry Hill Show values the role we play in supporting the economic engine driving this country. Small business, the backbone of America. Send her a message on Facebook.com slash Sherry Hill Show. And tune in next week, same time, same station, for The Sherry Hill Show. Hi, Sherry Hill. This is Eddie Floyd, your old friend from the radio. I have learned so much from you about not only radio, but so much about business in general. Nobody knows more about business and entrepreneurs than Sherry Hill. Happy 27th anniversary, and from the bottom of our hearts at America Matters Media, we, and especially me, love you, girl. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Everyone is excited about real estate in northern Nevada, and you will be too after you listen to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Hear what the experts have to say about finding a home, getting a mortgage, investment property, and which neighborhood is right for you. Maybe you purchased your first property recently. Now you have more questions than ever. Get the answers to your questions, plus tips on how to make your next real estate transaction better. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m., right here on 1180 AM Radio, Nevada Real Estate Radio.